Welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Hi Bertie. Hi Paul, how's things? Yeah, great. Yeah, good. Good day today, so happy enough. Stuff. Yourself? Yep. Aye, doing alright, aye, doing alright. Working hard, it's getting colder at the minute, it's getting cold up. Yeah, the, the wee one was in hospital today in the morning, so I was like, it's one of these days you're all over the place, but I'm here, ready, aye. ready to do some chat last week's. Yep. I think we'll take some to beat last week's, but we'll give it a shot. Give it a bash, yep. Uh, so, where do you want to start? Well, I was just going to start with the, uh, the midweek game after a, a, a towsy game at Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. Celtic obviously went, went up to St. Johnson for the, the midweek cup tie. Um, good victory. one nothing win against St. Johnson. Yes. Um, a much needed victory. I thought Celtic played first half. I thought first maybe 20-25 minutes it was kind of itchy-peachy. And then the second half, I thought Celtic were a lot better. They looked a bit more like it. They looked as if they were on it. And I, I thought, I thought to be honest, I don't know if you've seen much yet, but I thought Luke, when Lewis Morgan came on, I thought Lewis Morgan looked really, really good. Well, he's supposed to be a good player, so... Uh, yeah, we, we need these players to come. Don't we? We need these players to play well, so... Aye, you do, aye. So, I, thought, I thought he came on and looked really, really good. And I thought the second half, he looked a bit better. We looked as if we were more at it. Because we did, yeah. I mean, like this is as we said last week. This is us. This is really. This is us starting to, starting to get the wins. It might be one nothing wins, but it doesn't matter. And Lee Griffith's goal was, it's a great striking striker's goal. It's just a great. Is, yeah. You don't see that many of them nowadays. So, it was great. They just he just reacted to it, and that's all we need. Get away from. That's it. Get away from Perth with a win, and you, you just get moving. Just move on. Yeah. And then Rangers are obviously a good a good four 0 win. Uh, uh, it was against Air United. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian McCall obviously doing us no favours there. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> and then uh, Motherwell tried their best, but the Jam Tarts just keep rolling. rolling the Jam rolling, Tarts rolling, just rolling. keep going. They, they just keep going. Craig Levine, I mean, he's full credit to Craig Levine. He's done absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it so... really has. And Hearts are still flying high at the top of the table. But we'll see how it goes this weekend. They've obviously got a tricky trip to Ibrox this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how they go. We'll see how they go at Ibrox. Just just touching hearts in since it's my favourite topic. Yeah, the jambos. Got, well, uh, they've got a week. They've got a week's rest between games, but they've got the next eight games. They've got Rangers, Aberdeen, Celtic in the cup, Hibs, Celtic, Kelly, St. Manning, then Rangers again. Yeah. So, it's a tough run of games, isn't it? It's a tough run of fixtures, you know. Wow. But as you, you said, at... as you said, they have got that. That's the the, the kind of advantage that Hearts have got at the minute is that they're not playing European football when they're the Celtic Rangers. I, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the, the whole thing is about playing Thursday Sunday rather than playing Wednesday Saturday. But the Thursday Sunday just seems to take so much more out of players yeah. than it does Wednesday Saturday. If you know what I mean. Well, I mean, it must be, it must be advantage, it must be advantage to, to Hearts, a real good advantage for them to, to power on. But I mean, we had the, we had the, the joke last week when you said make a game against Livingston. There is, it's very difficult games. I mean, I'm looking at, yeah, I mean, even if you look at the Hibs fixture last, they've got Hamilton, Celtic, Hearts, St. Johnson, Aberdeen, Dundee, Kelly, St. Murray, and that's slightly better. Yeah. So Hibs could push on, you know. 
Hibs could push good. on, but it's, it's it's slightly easier, but not not as no much, much in you it. know. Nah, there's no much in it. So we got our we got our St Johnston, which I was I was delighted, absolutely delighted. Griffith Scott's ah, goal. Ah, definitely. And we sort of we leave that sort of week behind of I mean, turmoil. Yeah, well, look, the, the China because we asked the question, what was the China thing all about last week, and then it, there's lots. I, I think we're we're living in a continual taxi taxi journey. We, the taxi drivers in Glasgow are giving us rumours, and then people yeah. are issuing podcasts or Chris Boyd's coming out and saying stuff in the press. But we certainly we seem as if we're in this continual rumour mill. Uh, yeah, and then guys, wanted... yeah, then you've got, you've got Charlie Nicholas coming out today. Did no, you see didn't. that? No, no. No, Charlie, Charlie Nicholas is out today saying uh, he was just sitting here thinking that uh, Brendan Rogers, Brendan Rogers, will be away by Christmas time. Yeah, well, one of the podcasts. That's, that's Charlie's insight. They say he's he's not there until the end of the. He's finished this. One of the podcasts was talking about end of the year or the end of the if season. There'll be a surprise if he stays. And but I don't know. I mean, for me, it's I'm not sure if people they just have to work in that sort of. Hyperbole of oh everything's a crisis. I don't know if that gets people to listen to them or I, yeah. I, there's definitely a, there's definitely this thing about people who like to bend the know and have spoken to people and have spoken to this. Like like if Brendan Rogers goes fine, but we'll move on. We always have done, but yeah, uh, I, I do think we we I mean a couple of weeks ago in, in summertime, uh, uh, Tierney was definitely leaving. Remember he was definitely on his he was definitely going and he never left and yeah. Brendan, Brendan Rogers then seems to have he had a meeting and they talk about the meeting kind of went 10 different ways and all sorts of scenarios and is he happy or not but as far as I, I'm concerned Celtic need to win this league and the, the victories yeah, that the victories they're doing just now are the 1-0 victories are, are giving us are keeping us in, in line with the hearts chasing it and, and that's, that's what we need to do and uh, yeah, and K- KT's in the in the media today saying that there's no the, the the team's working as hard as they possibly can, and they they don't want to be the team that loses this league. So certainly from from my point of view, fine. I mean, I know, but things come to an end. That's fine as well. We love Brendan Rodgers, and then look, these things change quickly. You know, we've got such a high wage bill, which is still. Still amazing to think we've only got two strikers to play for the club. Well, so that, that, you know, was a, that was an that was an odd thing in one of the podcasts I heard. Celtic's got four goalkeepers. Yeah. In the squad and two strikers. Two strikers, yeah. <laughs> it's just mental, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, just absolutely mental. And you sort of like you're like, no, we must have more, but we don't. <laughs> we don't. And then you've got Ryan Christie, the auxiliary striker. Who's not really a striker, but you would fling him up there in yeah, well, certain times to. of crisis, sort of thing. Aye. You've got your man of the weekend, uh, just like Kung Fu kicking one of our strikers and <laughs> play, play on. <laughs> what, what are we there now? Aye, play on, play on. Bobby Madden, eh? <laughs> so, just wave, waves play on, nothing to see here. I mean, Meanwhile, yes. Edward's been absolutely polaxed. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen it just after that as well. See, just after it. Edward was walking off the park with the physio. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No, no. Edward was walking off the park with the physio, right? He was like, like struggling to walk. <laughs> he could hardly put any weight on his leg. Yeah. Right, so he's he's the, the physio's underneath him, right? So the physio's got him 
under his Oakster kind of thing and he's taking him all across the park and then the, the referee Bobby Madden comes over and says just walk over there just go off the, off the other side mm-hmm. go off the, the byline and walk round that way yeah. and you'll have Bobby beat it <laughs> I mean, the guy's injured. He's walking off the side of the park, as, as everybody does in every single league in the world. Yeah. But no, Bobby's trying to usher him off so he can go on with the game from Celtics down to 10 men. Ah, right, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... Yeah. It's just yeah. madness. But then Bobby... Bobby's a... Uh, it seems to be... It seems to be that you're allowed to... You're allowed to do what you want. You're allowed to boot Celtic players all over the place. You're allowed to uh, kick, uh, what do you call him, Johnny Hayes when he's down yeah, on his yeah. backside. Stud him in the backside, that's allowed. Yeah. Uh, kick people, at, uh, we'll, we'll do the Alan McGregor thing again. Alan McGregor kicked Dyer. He jumped on top the the elbow drop on the, the, the multiple player. Yeah. That's allowed, right? But then Dedrick Boyata, who's absolutely incensed, shouts at the referee and gets sent off. And the other ones, there's no, no, nobody's even spoken to. Nobody's even booked. Yeah, we've got, like, I mean, the Beata thing as well, saying that it's, that's given us real, a, a real headache. It has, aye. It has. For, we're, we're, and then then the whole, uh, the whole sort of crazy talk about the schedule and the, the, the semi-finals. And oh, I mean... <laughs> Scottish just... football just went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but they've, they've, they've actually announced today that they're thinking about moving our game to, well, yeah, Celtic's of course, game. Of course it's our game. Celtic's, <laughs> game, Celtic's game to Murrayfield. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll just need to watch this space. I but think... as I said, Neil, Neil Doncaster Neil Doncaster came out at the time. I think it was last, was it last Thursday or last Friday, was it? I can't remember exactly when it was. Well, it would have been last Friday, wouldn't it, or Saturday? Yeah. Where they came out and announced that the two fixtures would be played at Hamden on the same on the same day within like a couple of years of each other, and he said Neil Doncaster's words I think were, "This is the best uh, the best result for everybody uh, everybody concerned, and everybody's in full agreement of, of yeah. this, of this uh, solution <laughs> solution to the problem." And then you've got uh, you get Anne Budge. I don't know if you heard that oh, on uh, Radio Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Budge in Radio Scotland on Saturday, talking about how she was incensed and, and nobody was <laughs> nobody nobody in the room. She said that, uh, that the announcement was made and there was like complete silence in the room for five minutes. Yeah, the police come out and say we didn't agree this either, and like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I don't understand what, how that comes about. You've got one guy. I mean, is 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 the police service like sort of split in the middle? I don't I don't really know how that works because you've got one union. guy. You've got you've got one guy who comes out and says, "I I mean, we're we're well capable of handling a hundred thousand people, right? Yeah. Going to a, going to a football game, and then you get another guy who says, "This is absolute <laughs> madness. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, well, Do you know hopefully. what I mean? Hopefully." I'd like to see Celtic at Murrayfield. I think that would be a good, a good game. I mean, I think that would be interesting to see a Celtic Hearts tie, tie at Murrayfield. Aye, well, I, I mean, Hearts played think. there last year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they, they would, obviously, I think they would have the advantage. But like, I don't know. Well, you look at, I mean, look at Livingston. Look at Livingston game at the, against Rangers. Like Rangers had three stadiums full of Rangers fans. 
Aye, three sides, I know. Three sides, I mean, what more advantages? So we Celtic Rangers get all the advantages of Hamden and Glasgow, so go away to Murrayfield and maybe that'd be great to beat I suppose it's some it's something different, isn't it? Something different for the fans and that as well. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know what time I don't know what time the kickoff would be at. I, I don't know whether if they move that game, if they move the Celtic game to Murrayfield, they they adjust the kickoff time for the Rangers game. Yeah, I think because it, there's a, because the the Aberdeen trains don't get in a quarter past twelve and the kickoffs at twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your brain dead. And then, <laughs> Your man asked, uh, they asked, but they said the, the, the Aberdeen CEO, have you not like, looked in on this? And he, he just pure aye. fudged it. He's like, no, 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 it's not, nothing to do with me. Aye, it's, aye. It's this is happening all the time. You don't go and ask for it. Oh, no, no. So, I know. But then, yeah. then we had, there was on, the, on Radio Scotland on Saturday as well, there was Willie Miller who didn't think there was a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, well, I don't really see what the problem is. Nobody can tell me what the problem is. Like, Willie, what planet are you living on? Oh. Just you go and put your tartan shawl over your, your legs and get your mug over. Slide your Willie Miller. Willie Miller. <laughs> top, top, top. A top broadcaster. Aye. Oh, honest to God. But anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll just need to keep an eye on that and see how that develops. Yeah, and I suppose, like, like, like hopefully, I, I'd like to see Celtic money. I'd like to see Celtic all the, all the, the money field to do all the, the sort of fireworks and stuff. I think that'd be pretty impressive to watch just a game there. So, and you'll be good for it. Money feels good for corporate. It is, it is good for corporate. You know I mean? So, we'll, we'll just, just need to see that. how we go with that just one. Saying that, just saying that, Benny. <laughs> you corporate bad boy in Murrayfield eh? you'd have to get a right big jacket for that and you're, oh, I know. you'd have to iron your scarf for that one I, need, I would iron my scarf if I was going to Murrayfield aye. Yeah. definitely get my so, big trench coat on so we are I uh, I found myself talking about uh, hearts again I, 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 watched, I watched a bit oh, honest, not again Paul no, I, mean. I watched a video like, on Twitter I watched a video of Gary McAllister Stevie G, walk, walk, right. walking down the. Walking Aye, that's d- right. I seen that. I didn't see the video, but I seen them walking down the touchline. Yeah, so they walked to the touchline, and first of all, like the wee Hearts fans are getting a picture taking me Stevie Stevie G. That's obviously, right. Like, Stevie G is a big, a big name, and then and then they sort of went through the tunnel, and then I had to go back up, but then back up to where they were sitting. And I'm thinking, what's going on? First of all, <laughs> what, what's going on with the Hearts tunnel? <laughs> I, like, no, but they had to. in the wrong place. But they had to walk like weird to get to their seat. I'm thinking, what's going on here? Like, who, who built this stadium? And then secondly, I'm thinking, I've watched this video three times. I mean, what am I doing? Just turned forty-one. I'm having a nightmare. You know what I mean, oh dear. So uh, yeah, so Stevie G's bigger. He's bigger than. We never talked to Rangers last week, Barry. No, we didn't. We didn't. So and, well, oh, oh, wait a minute. Complaint. I I a couple of weeks ago I made a, I looked at Rangers scores, Rangers, uh, Rangers results against Pedro Casinha, and, and then last week I said we really shouldn't be looking at Celtic's results in comparison to the Invincibles, uh-huh. and then. I got a complaint about it saying, no, oh, we've got to be fair and look at both. You know what I mean? Look at both results. I was like, no, no. 
There's no fairness about it. Yeah, I got to get pulled no. up about that. I, you have to be well. you have to be balanced apparently. <laughs> 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 Who made those rules up? Did you write those rules? Did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write them down. Well, didn't apparently, you've got to be balanced. So, uh, so let's talk about let's talk about let's, let's talk about. We should never talked about it last week because obviously we had a Tommy Burns episode. Yeah, uh, Gary McAllister saying that Rangers <laughs> Rangers training ground has got the best food. In Glasgow. I mean, <laughs> What's that all about? What is going on? Like, well, first of all, first of all, I mean, the food thing is is obviously it's got a bit of there's a bit of history behind it as well. Yeah. I mean, you've got I don't I, don't, I can't remember. I think it was Kashinia who was the manager at the time, and then you get Lee McCulloch coming out saying, uh, no Lee McCulloch, sorry, Lee Wallace, uh, Lee Wallace, coming out saying uh, the thing about Ibrox is. Uh, th- thing about Murray Park is every everybody turn it's fantastic doors, eh? And then you've got a a first class breakfast. I mean, you come in, you get you get your first class breakfast in here, and uh, you head out to training. It's a first first class breakfast, and then now you've got Gary, <laughs> you've got Gary Mack commenting on the food at Ibrox as well, uh, at Murray Park as well. But it's uns- it's not like like he's he, like he's not. Been like thrown a question. He's just came out and told everybody, and I think the quote is "no disrespect to restaurants in Glasgow." Like, well, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You madman! <laughs> nobody asked for Gary McAllister's. That was the other thing. Nobody asked for Gary McAllister's autograph. Ah, everybody was on Stevie G's, G's. getting pictures with Stevie G. To be Hearts fans. Maybe they've got a breakfast meeting like Kenny Miller. Remember Kenny Miller had a breakfast meeting? Oh, yeah, and, then, yeah. and, then, and then his job ended abruptly. <laughs> Kenny Miller, did you see the video of Sandy of him and uh, him and uh, your man? Oh, what's his... Uh, did you see the video, no? No, I haven't oh, seen that one. I'll do, I'll do that later. I'll, I'll show you. Oh. Watch that again. Send that one to his then. And uh, with Scott Brown stealing instructions. Oh, that was hilarious. That was absolutely so hilarious. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of him standing pointing at Shea Logan and just yeah. laughing at him? Jeskalating, tickling. Oh, oh bro. It's so funny. I mean, like, oh, we're all over this podcast, we're all over the place in this podcast. But you're uh, you're Declan Gallagher, the Celtic player, or used to be a Celtic youth player, and he's yep. shouting at Halliday, the Halliday giving Halliday pillars, and then they want to fight with each other. Like Aye. Scottish football's brown for that stuff. It's absolutely brown for it's all these great. mad, it really is. mad cat you, stuff. Know what I mean? Did you see what? Did you see what the? What, what did you call the boy again? The, the Livingston player. The Declan Gallagher. Aye, Declan Gallagher. Did you see what he said? He said that nobody would shake his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody would shake his hand, so he just he just said no problem. <laughs> just said that, and then all of a sudden there was a bit of argy bargy <laughs> with Andy, Andy Halliday. And then Tav, Captain is a great captain, isn't he? Livingston yeah, yeah. taunts will only only fire us up for a title challenge. A title tilt, <laughs> aye. <laughs> Honest to God, he brilliant. Must, yeah. He must. There must be. There, oh, anyway, like there must be something completely off message now, aren't they? Oh, they really are. So uh, really are. we had Aberdeen, and then we had a lovely backheel, great goal, glad for uh, Scott Sinclair. Apparently, if the rumours wanted away, but I don't care. If he starts scoring goals and playing football uh, correctly for Celtic, that wee goal there was lovely. That was a piece of class. As Josh, uh, Josh asked me, he's like, Dad, what was the cheekiest ever backheel? And I showed him the Dennis Law backheel against uh, 
Man United. Wow, Aye. what a game that was. Brilliant. What a game that was. Like, a body check was a body check. Aye. Great. But I mean, you're taken out. Oh, it was a great back heel as well. The goalkeeper just looks like an absolute fool. <laughs> then all the, all the Man United fans run on the pitch after it, right after it. They're all running about, and Dennis Law gets substituted and he's booed. And, oh, Aye. it's amazing, amazing game of football. Right? Man United were ranked rotten, but anyway, back heels are brilliant. Great things. You yeah, know I mean, just great goal. Great, yeah, brilliant goal. And then we, we rolled on to. We rolled on to Livingston. They roll on to Livingston at Rangers. Now I must, I must, I must put my two hands up here. Mm-hmm. I know that there has been a bit of a change in the guard of Livingston, but I think in uh, the podcast at the start of the season when Celtic beat Livingston three one, I said that Livingston were one of the poorest teams I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and uh, I also said that I think Livingston would be lucky to get like ten or fifteen <laughs> points or something like that in this league. But uh, obviously there's, there's been a change. There's been a change of the guard. Yep. Uh, Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller is now gone, and uh, Gary Holt has stepped in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, Gary Holt's done an absolutely <laughs> unbelievable job. I mean, if you're sitting playing Championship manager, and you see a guy called Dolly Manga. You buy. Do- I, you buy you Dolly him. Manga. <laughs> wow, what a player he is, eh? Ah, uh, it was brilliant. I mean, he got to. I think he got to about seventy minutes, and he was absolutely burst. He was a Portuguese. He was knackered. Benfica player and he couldn't really get a game for him and he's dotted around in Blackpool and different clubs and I think Austria as well played there and suddenly I was looking at him thinking he's a unit and also he, is, he's, he looks a big strong boy up front and this 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 pigeonholing that people do of teams like Livingston Livingston played really well like good football and sometimes it didn't go for them but they tried to play a bit of football they're no way they they're did. hammer throwers the like, goal the goal was a, oh, the, their goal was a great goal great goal a great right to the byline and then the boy just, he doesn't blast it, he puts it in the, oh, that was a great goal. And also, they could have scored another couple of good goals, see that flick? The one the one, the one, one at the first half, I think it was just maybe five or ten minutes just before the goal, yeah. when the boy puts the ball right across the goals, and the boy's got a tap in, see if, he's, he's, if it was, his leg was an inch longer, he'd have scored. Scored. And it was really well worked as well. So the, and, I mean, some of the football Livingston played, I thought was really good. But, but the fact is, just now, Rangers are no longer box office, aren't they? Not like BBC Scotland, they're not giving them much time anymore. Sky, Sky now don't Sky flick to Celtic in crisis. Uh, ah, that's right. Yeah. PowerPoint, and then you've got that scenario where, where you've got a guy in the in the, in the studio gutted because Rangers have been beaten. His team have have actually done have actually leapfrogged people and moved into like fourth position. Aye. And they're talking about yep. Celtic in crisis. Like the Chris Boy thing, it was it was funny maybe once or twice, but I think that needs to stop now because he he can't he can't have that. You can't. I mean, I, I wouldn't like a Celtic player to be talking. And I mean, what's no. going on? Like, why are they talking about Celtic in crisis? Like, Celtic are not in crisis. I know they might, they might be going through some tough times, but Celtic are not in crisis. No, Nobody definitely not. It. So yeah, that's but, just silly. And I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the the whole Chris Commons thing either. I mean, I've, I, I lost, as I said, I lost a lot of respect for Chris Commons when he when he just lost the place at Ronnie Dyla in the European tie because Ronnie Dyla took him off. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I lost a Chris lot Collins. of respect. I lost a lot of respect for Chris Commons when he done that. And uh, I said at the time he should never pull on a Celtic jersey again. For me, and I don't think, to be honest, to be fair, I don't think he ever did. 
there was a thing actually in Daily Record. In Daily Record, we're looking at the the last time we played Salzburg, Salzburg, uh-huh. and uh, oh, I, f- I forgot to keep it on my phone. I deleted stuff on my phone, but they were saying they were doing comparisons and they were saying like obviously Ambrose is Hibbs, Craig Gordon still there. Uh, uh, Carl McGregor played that game, uh, and Scott Brown, and then they looked at, and then right up they gave it. Chris Commons was like, Chris Commons didn't play in away games for Celtic for Europe because he was slow. He was put like they actually rip him on that wee byline. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that was pretty powerful stuff. Like Chris Commons wasn't a bad football player, but certainly as a pundit, I I don't understand where you can get people like Michael Stewart, you know, Tom English, and these guys now. I don't see where Chris Boyd this fit into it now. I don't really see the, no. the value. We meet we Faddy's getting better every week trying to. And even Dar yeah. Dar Broadfoot's but these guys now. Also as well, like people like Barry Ferguson have disappeared off the face of the planet. Derek doesn't do as much anymore. I think we need to get better pundits. Yeah. Maybe, I think I think you're probably you, right. You Bertie. And maybe there's a maybe there's a gap in the market for us, Paul. Yeah, I think maybe so. there is. I think so, your quality. So you're so, the, the, what I was going to say was, as well, was just uh, Stevie G. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen the thing on the uh, about the, the the records of the, the the last three Rangers managers. Yeah, well, we're not 2000, we're not 2006, to do 2016, 2017, Mark Warburton, mm-hmm. right? Three wins, two draws, two losses, eleven points. Yeah, right. 2017-2018, Pedro Cachinha, three wins, two draws, two losses, 11 points. 2018-2019, Stevie G, three wins, two draws, two losses, 11 points. Yeah, but they're, they're food's nice. So, so oh, well, they've got a great, they've got a, a, a top class uh, restaurant, best restaurant in Glasgow, but... Mm. Do you think? Do you think? That, well, well, I think it's obviously the European stuff that, that saved Gerard for, for a sort of indifferent start to his managerial career. Would you think? Well, I went for a wee look on follow follow, which I've not done for a while actually, and nobody in follow follow thinks going to win the league this year. And to be honest, it's they're not, they're not even they're not even they're not even in contention this year. If Hearts beat them at the weekend, then they go what twelve points, eleven points behind or something like that. Behind Hearts, yeah, it might, could be that, yep. It's something... No, the 11... Hearts are 19, I think means they've got 11 points just now. So Aye, I think Hearts get to right. 22, that's 11 point difference, isn't it? That is, yeah. That's a long... Anyway, look, they're not even contention now. Well, I don't think they're just now. Uh, Livingston played well against them, but... Well, look, actually, the, the, the European game will, will be... A, a, we're playing the top of the team in Austria, and they're playing the eighth team in Austria. So... Aye. We'll see what happens. We'll see, see what happens. how it goes. So I just wanted quickly to look at the the, the Red Bull uh, Salzburg team. Yeah. Just to have a look at it and just say, look, I looked at their games. I, I went they've, won the, they, they've won the last 12 games in the trot or something yeah. like that, is it? Yeah, they didn't even get beat in the Champions League. They get put out in the 2-2 against uh, Red Star Belgrade. So I love that. I love that, that way, Red yeah. Star Belgrade. So away goals they get put out, but... Aye, away goals. I was looking at them. They, they really are. They, they're sort of the, the sort of Celtic of Austria now. You know that way. It's funny. It's interesting history because they, they didn't. They, they're, they're the team that Red Bull bought. Their fans have went away and made their own 
they've got Aye. their own team back up, so I think they're third or in the second tier now, so they're actually catching back up with Red Bull. But, yeah, they're, 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 it's a funny, the Austrian League's funny league, actually, that Peter Herring, Herring the, the, Aust, the Aberdeen player, the New Hearts player came from Austria as well, and maybe it's a league yep. we should be looking at in terms of buying players. We don't really seem to be linked to that many these types of players, but certainly... No. From from my point of view, I think they're they're a good team, but I don't think they do this sort of. They're actually quite like Celtic. They throw guys forward, three players all get in the attack. It's like the old sort of Celtic, maybe the first Brendan Rodgers team, a lot uh-huh. of good midfield runners. The guy they've got up front is a guy called De Boer. Israel Israel player. He scored twenty two goals last season. He's from thirty two games. Tall, well, five foot eleven, tallish guy. He's yeah. very. I don't think he's good enough to play for Celtic, but I think we have to watch him. So a lot Aye. of things flow through him. If uh-huh. you watch the games, he'll score against lesser opposition. He missed a lot of good chances, actually, kind of Morales like chances in Aye. the games you're watching. But they seem to just overpower teams in the Austrian League, you know, like and winning breeds winning, doesn't it? So oh, it's again, that one winning run, it's Rosenberg's a lot of confidence. Rosenberg were the same. The mm-hmm. guy that I've seen there's a guy called I don't know if I'm saying his name right. It's H A I D A R. Is it Haidara? Haidara, something like that, yeah. Yeah, number four. He's a good player. Aye, like, mid, mid, centre midfielder. Yeah, he's a good player. Like, Aye. You, you enjoy watching Brown up against him. Well, like, he's centre back. Some of the games you see him out right doing all that stuff. Like, he's fast. Aye. He's uh, direct. He's physical as well. He's like, fight. I should watch them in the Marseille's, Marseille game they played in the last year. Geez, oh, there's a like, highlight package and he's all over the park. Ah, he's like, brilliant. He's a good player. And this thing as well, they do a lot of like chips over the top of it. Like, I'm worried that Celtic defence might not be able to handle this sort of stuff, even though we should really. But a lot of this, a lot of stuff he's like chipping the ball over the back for the guys to spin on. Like, uh-huh. The Japanese guy they've got is, I'm not even going to try, is it Takum Manuri or Manu or something uh-huh. like that? I don't know. <laughs> Ma Minio, I think. Min, Min, I don't know. Anyway, like he's he's like James Forrest. Like the the uh, the bar gets the ball, touches off, and they'll, they'll break through your lines. You know what I mean? So I think it could be a right good game. I don't think Celtic would be anything to worry about. Watching it, I think it's the Austrian league. Still, Celtic would do really well in that league. You know, so I th- I'm I'm hopeful that Celtic can win. I don't see the reason why we can't beat them. Their players are good, and they're all fast, young guys and stuff like that. Is it Sane or the guy yeah. that went to Liverpool? So they're definitely a breeding ground for good players. But I don't see a problem. I don't see Celtic if they turn up, should be able to beat this team. You know, like some of their goals are played. Austria, Aye. some of their games are playing. It's just like, like it's not the standard doesn't look that good. Aye. So hopefully we can. It's not that great. Hopefully, but then. They're scoring three, four goals every game. Wolfsburg they played last week and the the goalkeeper gets sent off and it was right at the end they scored their three goals. It wasn't like four one, it was two one or one all. But the, the team ran out of steam and they were attacking. It's quite seems quite an open league. So I'm hoping that Celtic yeah. win that game. That, that was my analysis, well, Barry. Analysis. Fingers finger, fingers crossed, but um Rangers obviously they're rapid what is they're rapid Vienna. Yeah, yeah, or Venn, so, it's a certain straight different name. And they're, uh, would you call it, we're at six o'clock. 
five to six, and they're yeah. eight, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. And then they've got straight away. So, straight away Hearts on Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, that's good. We've got, we've got a very, very tricky tie to St. Johnson. See, the, the thing is, but like, we, we have to keep our eye on Hearts and Hibs. Hibs go to play Hackies. They get three points. They, they move up to 17. Celtic, yep. for instance, they can't afford to draw against St. Johnston. If we, no, we you can't. We end up with that game with no strikers, you know? Like, I know. The, like, the scenario, there's, there's a scenario here that if Hearts beat Rangers, you know, I mean, they get to 22 points. Celtic, a win. You know, it's 16. We, we, Rangers could be right out of the picture, but then another scenario is that Rangers beat beat them in, in Celtic. Celtic, Celtic shot, or take a draw or something then Celtic kick back against it's, it's it's very very interesting it's definitely it's two big big games for Celtic I, I, I don't see anything in the team that, that frightens me too much if our defence turn up and the other, the other way is that uh, if Rangers were to beat if Rangers were to get a good result in Europe but knackered and then even draw against if they draw against Hearts that's the best for us because then we, we start yeah. to gain you know so I we're gaining two points on them. It's going to be interesting, but I need to go to football because I just need to get going off. I didn't play last week, so it's pure fat dad territory. Uh, I need to get week, moving. So I need to get moving. I've got my gear on, so I'm ready to go. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about the, right. the, the, quiet, the, the quicker podcast this week, but we did have a few technical problems. I spent the first 10 minutes talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, Barry was shouting <laughs> his son's Xbox for 10 minutes. And, uh, <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there but it's a privilege as always uh, Bertie thank everybody again for listening and their, their yeah. lovely feedback and uh, we'll see you all next week yeah thanks, thanks very much thank you bye 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 cheers Paul bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.